football in focus NFL week three of the 2023-24 season, bringing you fantasy football advice on every single team, every game, every matchup, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday as you as we head forward here in NFL week three. So I am proud to be here with you, of course. Dan Tortora here of Wake Up Call. We're proudly presented by the fantastic team at the Wildcat Sports Pub that gives us our fantasy football in focus uh, segment here as our exclusive partner of our fantasy football in focus segment, uh, that being the Wildcat Sports Pub. Wildcat on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. You could get to the Wildcat seven days a week right there in the Home Depot Plaza on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. You can also go to them for takeout and delivery by calling 315-487-2222. That's 315-487-2222 for the Wildcats. So make sure you get in touch with them today and let them know that Wake Up Call sent you their way. So with that being said, very much looking forward to this NFL Week 3. You know how we do it here on all of our awesome channels so you can connect with us for fantasy football coverage anywhere in the world and we appreciate everybody that does on youtube.com backslash wake up call dt on facebook.com backslash wake up call dt and on wake up call dt.podbean.com if you have a question in the fantasy football world all you have to do is send it right off to us and we will be happy to answer your Questions. So make sure you send it over to any of our feeds on any of those channels that I just mentioned on youtube.com backslash wake up call DT, on facebook.com backslash wake up call DT, and on wake up call DT.podbean.com. However, you're tuning into the broadcast, you can chat with us from all around the country and the world. And all you have to do is reply to the feed and connect with us. And if you're on those feeds, make sure you click subscribe and click follow while you're there. We always appreciate people coming in. We're here every Wednesday inside of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora's larger broadcast. We're here with Fantasy Football and Focus every single Wednesday, starting right around 10 a.m. Eastern time. So happy to help you, and we're going to go in order as we always do. So we start with Thursday Night Football, and we run it all the way through Monday night. If you want to know where we are, let's say you're watching the show on playback, and you're saying, Dan, what game are you talking about? Well, if you hear me talk to Denver at Miami, then, or if you say, Dan, did you talk about the Vikings yet? If you hear me speak on Denver at Miami, well, you could see the Vikings are right after that. So that means it's coming up next. So we have, that's why I put this schedule up next to me so that you know exactly where we are in the show by listening. You could tell, oh, okay, if they're talking about Denver, Miami, Minnesota's coming up next. I got to rewind it if I want to go back and listen to what he said about Tennessee. So I try to make it as easy as we can for you because I know some of you are checking these videos on game day and you're trying to set your lineup. You're doing some last second maneuvering. So I want to make sure that we make it as easy as possible for you to get to the coverage and information that you need. So with all of that being said here, I hope hopefully you're having a good first couple weeks. I do. Uh, I said that uh, on the show we would be giving our shout outs and I'm a man of my word. So I want to make sure I give my shout outs here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. On the four leagues that we have, we have a national, or pardon me, we have a uh, Marywood, well, it is a national league for Marywood University. The alumni of, I started in an alumni fantasy football league 
for those of us that went to Marywood together that like to play fantasy football. So we have the uh, Marywood Alumni League. We also have the Wake Up Call Orlando League and, well, the Wake Up Call Florida League, I should say. And we have the Gridiron Gurus and the Captains on Call. Uh, two leagues started 12 years ago here in Central New York that have called the Wildcat Sports Pub home for many years on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. So with that being said, I'm going to head to the ones that we have here in Central New York and I give a shout out here to what's going on. We got the East and the West standings in the Gridiron Gurus League here in Central New York that calls the Wildcat Sports Pub home in Camillus. And in the East, my team is leading. We're 2-0, Uncle Pat's Bandits. We currently lead, followed by the Benchwarmers, Team West, and New York Sack Exchange, which are all 1-1. One and, one. and then Chicks Dig the Pigskin 2. Shout out to Becky. She's been a champion in our league before. Uh, she is 0-2 to start the season. I'm sure she'll bounce back. In the West, we have Deb that's uh, in there. She's 2-0. and uh, And Chase for the Cup, also 2-0. And then we have the one heller of a team. Shout out to Bill. He's one and one. Team Karski and OHIO are both O and two in the Gridiron Gurus. And just to give a shout out at the league owners when you're saying, okay, well, who do these belong to? Uh, Uncle Pat's Bandits is a team that I have a, a fighter plane uh, connected to. And it's named after my a great Uncle Pat, who was in World War II and has a tremendous story of World War II that I'm so grateful that he told me uh, before he left this earth. He was almost 100 years old, and I love him dearly. And miss you, Uncle Pat, up in heaven. Shout out to my Aunt Sue here on earth and continued um, blessings for her and continued health and wellness in all ways. So uh, I have the Uncle Pat's band. As Team West is Mark. Uh, Chicks Dig the Pigskin too is Becky. Uh, Bill is one heller of a team. Uh, Lisa has OHIO. Joe has New York Sack Exchange. Uh, Aaron has the Bench Warmers. Johnny has Chase for the Cup. Deb is, you guessed it, Beatrice. No, it's Deb. And we have uh, Carissa has Team Karski. So uh, th that's my shout out to our Gridiron Gurus League here in Central New York. Our other leagues in Central New York, uh, Captains on Call. I want to give a shout out to... And I'm going to give the league members so that you know who we're talking about. I'll do that first. Probably should have done that before. Uh, my team is called Waddle Like a Lazard, as I have Jalen Waddle and Alan Lazard. So uh, I say Lazard like a lizard. So I changed it up a little bit there for the name. Uh, Phil has Dude Where's Lamar. Uh, Nick has <laughs> Real Bad Juju, as he has Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Zach has Win It for Nate. Uh, those of you that have been in our league or connected to our league or heard our fantasy football coverage here on Wake Up Call over the years, you know that our good friend uh, Nathan Tamalade passed away a couple of years ago, and uh, this is in honor of Nate. So uh, Zach being a good friend of Nate's, uh, he changed his team name last year to win it for Nate, which I love. Uh, Greg's team has Beg, Burrow, and Steel. Uh, Myron's team is Big, <laughs> Big Bot, Big Bass to Mouth, Bing Bass to Mouth. Uh, Jeremy's team is Team Thurlow, and then uh, Macaulay's team is Man Trash Panda. Uh, Catherine's team is you got beat by a girl. Uh, Colby's team is password is taco. Uh, Pete's team is team green. And Curtis is Deontay want, <laughs> Deanna want me baby. So 
uh, Dante want, don't you want me baby? So yeah, Dante want me baby. I like that name a lot. So it took me a minute to say it right, but Curtis, I, I love the name. So I'll give him a shout out. Let's take a look at the standings through the first couple of weeks for our league in uh, captains on call here in central New York at the Wildcat Sports Pub. Team Green in his first season with us in fantasy is 2-0 leading the East. You got beat by a girl, win it for Nate, Team Thurlow, and Begborough and Steel are all 1-1. One one. My Waddle Like a Lazard team is 0-2. We got to figure things out here on my side. In the West, uh, Bing Bass to Mouth is 2-0 with <laughs> with uh, Dante Want to Be Maybe. Dante Want Me Baby and don't you want me, baby? Right. So we have that uh, two and zero. Oh. Then, dude, where's Lamar? Password is Taco. Both one and one. A uh, real bad juju and man trash panda are zero oh and two. Password is Taco and Dante want me, baby. Uh, shout out to them as this is their first year in our league here in Central New York. To take a look at the Marywood League, let me go over to them. Uh, the team names here for the Marywood League. Uh, my team is Ridley Me This. And I put Kelvin Ridley's head on the Riddler's body from Batman Forever that Jim Carrey played. And I put the Jaguars logo behind it. Uh, so Ridley me this. I'm very proud. It's the first team that I ever created a logo uh, that in depth. So I love my Ridley me this logo. And of course, I have Kelvin Ridley. Uh, so and then we have uh, Brendan's team is Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Uh, Joe's team is Organic Herbert. We uh, Ross's team is Dallas Roscoe. Brandon's team is the Chiefs. Kingdom. John's team is Virginia Ballers. And then we have uh, Matt's team cooking for more and Lawrence's team, your mom called. And so uh, we have those all set up here. The standings in our league for the Marywood alumni in the East, Organic Herbert is one and one. I am one and one cooking for more and the Chiefs Kingdom are all one and one. So we're all tied in the East. Nobody is unblemished so far. And in the West, Dallas Roscoe's two and oh, he's the only undefeated team in the Marywood Alumni League that we have for fantasy football. One and one, Virginia Ballers in the Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Oh, and two is your mom called. And finally, in our shout outs here in my Floridian League, which my team is called Pickin' Flowers. And that is because I have George Pickens and Zay Flowers on my team. So, and if you have a fantasy football question, uh, make sure you send it in to us. We'd be happy to help you out here. So in the uh, Pickin' Flowers League, I want to make sure I get all in the, in the, I should say, the Wake Up Call Florida League. Pickin' Flowers is my team. Our members' uh, team names, we have Mark Buckhammer's team, Stefan Team Elite, Eric Wicked Lester, uh, Rick Meet the Robinsons, uh, Kellen, the Black Pearl. Shout out to Kellen. His first time in the league is this year. And then uh, we also have Y'all Suck, Jason's team, and Joey, the Florida Meatball number one and take a look at our standing so far uh, in the east meet the robinsons is two and oh team elite wicked lester and my team picking flowers are all one and one on the other side jason's team y'all suck or is two and oh uh, buck hammer's team is one and one black pearl and florida meatball number one are oh and two on the season so far so that's a look around our leagues and the fantasy football and focus if you'd like to join a wake-up call fantasy football league and we were going to do a national league this year and unfortunately, and this is on me, I uh, had some people email and I lost the emails. So the only reason why we don't have uh, one of our national, what, the only reason why we don't have the National League team is I dropped the ball on that. I fumbled. So my apologies if you're watching and listening. I did not forget about you and I would love to have you 
in a league here in the future. So fantasy football and focus NFL week three, 2023, 24 season, probably presented by the Wildcat sports pub. We gave our shout outs to our leagues and now it's time to take a look at the games. I also have names that I'll be unveiling for players as we go along. I like to be original here on the show and create names. So we're doing exactly that. We're going to start things off with the Giants here at the Niners to start things off. And as you know, like I said before earlier on in the show, if you want to know where we are in the broadcast, just look at the schedule that's next to me. I start top and on the bottom. So we have the Giants and Niners first which is this Thursday, September 21st in NFL week three of the 2023-24 season. So let's get into the Giants first here. And then we always do the road team first. So we're going to do exactly that. And then we'll move from the Giants to the San Francisco 49ers. So let's take a look at where the Giants are uh, as far as uh, fantasy football goes. Saquon Barkley uh, didn't practice on Tuesday. He's questionable. Some some are saying he's out a few weeks. This thing says he's questionable. I would be leery of this, so just watch a Saquon, but I don't anticipate that we're going to see him out there. Uh, on the Giants' side, it's it's difficult to, for me to sit here and tell you that I definitely uh, like any one of these Giants for – fantasy. I mean, they did lose 40 to nothing to the Cowboys at home. They beat the Cardinals, who are not, in my opinion, a great team. Uh, Currently, they beat them barely 31 to 28 on the road. So, you know, we look back in this game, uh, Saquon had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Daniel Jones had a rushing touchdown, two passing touchdowns, and those went to Isaiah Hodgins and Saquon. They didn't win with Saquon and win in week one. They barely won with him in week two, and I don't anticipate that they will necessarily have him for week three, so I don't feel great about the Giants here in fantasy. There's nobody here that I would tell you to play. I mean, I guess Daniel Jones could go out to Darren Waller and, you know, toss the ball his way, especially if Saquon's going to be out. Waller caught six of the eight targets thrown his way for 76 yards this past week. So not too shabby on that. I'd imagine the tight end is going to be utilized more as time goes by. He had three catches on five targets for 36 yards a week before. So if you're in PPR, I can tell you Darren Waller could be worth the play for you for the Giants. That's all I'm sold on. There's nobody else on the Giants that I feel great about. So that's who I would say for that. And then taking a look at the San Francisco 49ers and their game coming up. I think this is a good game to play Brock Purdy because he's playing the Giants defense. So they gave up 28 points to Arizona. They gave up 40 to the Cowboys. Well, you know, overall, 40 points given up. The Cowboys had a bunch of good stuff, and their defense has played well too. But just looking at the fact that uh, the Giants are giving up a bunch of points, I do like the Brock Purdy situation this week. I also like Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, in this one, Elijah Mitchell could be uh, a, a sneaky play for you in a really deep league that you got to flex somebody out. But I, I like Christian McCaffrey, like Debo, like George Kittle, like Brock Purdy in this game. I like San Fran's defense in a lot of games, especially in this game against the Giants. And Brandon Ayuk has a shoulder injury. So if he's good to go, I would look to him. If not, 
plenty of Niners that I just told you to play that are definitely worth putting out there this week against a haphazard Giants team. So next game up that we have here is going to be Tennessee at Cleveland to start off our Sunday one o'clock games. And we always start on the road for the road team first. So we're going to go to Tennessee. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, taking a look at Tannehill uh, so far this season, people want to count out Tannehill. Everyone's talking in the season going in about what's Malik Willis going to do? What's, you know, what are we going to see from Will Levis? And I'm like, you guys remember that Ryan Tannehill is still your quarterback, correct? Because that's important to know. So Ryan Tannehill, uh, so far this season, taking a look at uh, what he's done up to this point through these first couple games. Uh, Tannehill had in the overtime win over the Chargers in week one, 27-24. He was 20-24, 246, one touchdown, no interceptions. Last week against New Orleans, or pardon me, New Orleans was the first game. The Chargers was his most recent game. The first game against New Orleans, he was terrible. I lost 16 to 15, 16 to 34, 198 yards, 47.1 percent completion percentage, no touchdowns, three interceptions. This past week was the overtime game, 20 to 24, 246, 83.3 percent completion percentage, upped his completion percentage by almost double, had a touchdown and no picks. So Tannehill on the season, one touchdown, three interceptions isn't great, but he has led this team for the last couple of years, and I think he's done a pretty darn good job at it. In this game against Cleveland, though, I like Derrick Henry as a play for you. Uh, Tajay Spears, who's the rookie out of Tulane, who I covered when he was in college. And, of course, he ended his collegiate time by winning the Cotton Bowl Classic with his Green Wave teammates in Arlington, Texas, at Dallas Cowboys Stadium against USC and Caleb Williams. And I was on site, on location for that tremendously awesome game thanks to the Cotton Bowl Classic for their hospitality and a phenomenal game by Tulane and USC that Tulane ended up getting the victory for so yeah I mean I Tajay Spears you know he's gotten some work in he's been in two games he's had 11 carries for 76 yards and he's caught three passes so far so you know Tajay again a guy to grab and stash I like Derrick Henry in this game Uh, Looking at DeAndre Hopkins so far, he's got 11 catches. He's been targeted 18 times in two games. He's got 105 yards, but it's over two games. He hasn't scored a touchdown as a Titan yet. So uh, his numbers are not terrific. I think DeAndre, for me, is a low-end two, high-end wide receiver three this week. And Derrick Henry is really the the big-time play. On the other side of it, for the Cleveland Browns, who played on Monday night, so they'll have a little bit shorter of a week than some of the other teams out there. Massage Watson, mm, not feeling great about it. Nick Chubb, unfortunately, uh, he has a meniscal uh, issue that's going on with his knee. And so he is out. Jerome Ford, who I thought would play no matter what, because Nick Chubb played with Kareem Hunt. And so I thought Jerome Ford would get his time. Well, Jerome Ford is going to be the feature back now. He's coming off a good week after an unfortunate injury that I hope and pray Nick Chubb comes back from 110% and never gets hurt again in any way, shape, or form and gets to continue to play the sport that he loves because you always want to see, you know, I want to see people out there succeeding. So I hope that he continues to succeed and continues to do well out there. My best to you, Mr. Chubb. And so uh, Jerome Ford is worth the play in this matchup. Uh, so is Amari Cooper, and I got David Njoku as a tight end, too. 
Elijah Moore didn't impress me with the Jets, and he doesn't impress me now. And so uh, I would say, and I'm not, you know, not personally trying to take a hit, just just making a, an observation here that I've just not been moved by Elijah Moore, which is, I think is why the Jets moved him and trading him to the Browns. Amari Cooper and Jerome Ford would be the ones I'd tell you to play. Really, to me, this game is Jerome Ford and Derrick Henry, in my opinion, from what I'm staring at here right now. Uh, next game that we have up on the schedule, Atlanta at Detroit. Atlanta's got some good offensive weapons, but does Atlanta have a defense yet? And Detroit's got a defense, and Detroit's got high hopes this year. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this and seeing what's happening with this team. We're going to start with Atlanta, though. So we'll go with the Atlanta Falcons. My guy Desmond Ritter is the true starter to start the season for the first time ever. I told you in the first couple of years, I thought we would eventually see him in his first two years, probably leaning toward a couple of years in, and here he is already, a 34 for 50, not 50 over two games, 68% completion percentage, 352 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception over these first couple games. Bijan has 180 yards, averaging 6.2 yards per carry in two games. He's a rookie, mind you, does not have a rushing touchdown. Yet, Tyler Algier's got two of them. He got those in one week. He's got 123 yards, and he's averaging four yards a carry which continues my argument that they will use them both. Drake London has 67 yards on six catches in two weeks on eight targets. He's got a touchdown. Uh, Kyle Pitts, four catches, eight targets, 59 yards, no touchdown. He's underwhelming again, and I hope that this changes for the Go Gator product. Uh, Bijan's got a passing touchdown. He, he caught, or a, I should say, a receiving touchdown off a pass. He's got 10 receptions on 11 targets, great out of the backfield, 75 yards. Algier's got three catches on three targets out of the backfield, so good stuff there. And Mac Collins has shown up for being just shy of 100 yards, leading the receiving core in two games. So no receiver has been great for the Atlanta Falcons out of the backfield, a true receiver or a tight end. So in this matchup, I would say play Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. I have Bijan as a two, Algier as a three at running back because of the defense they're playing. I have Drake London as a three because of the defense he's playing. I got Kyle Pitts as a low-end tight end two right now because they're playing Detroit, and he's just been underwhelming. There's Again, I'm not a guy that buys into hype, and you know, you're know you not going to typically hear – well, you're not going to hear that stuff from me. I mean, I, I like to see somebody actually go out and do the work, and this, this hype thing just hasn't uh, come through for a lot of players that are out there. And I think that's definitely been included with Kyle Pitts. So I haven't been sold on him at all. Uh, David Montgomery, unfortunately here, uh, has a thigh injury. He's questionable. So just watch that. God willing, he gets better. Jameer Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs me the ball. That's my name for him right now. It's my working title, Gibbs me the ball. Jameer, because uh, he wants that rock. He's a rookie and I covered him in college. Jameer Gibbs, Mr. Gives me the ball is in a place right now where he will be the starter. And I think he, you know, to me, he is the starter, even if he's put number two on the depth chart. So uh, Jameer Gibbs is worth the play in this game against the Atlanta Falcons. If you could play two quarterbacks in your league, Jared Goff is worth the play this week as a quarterback too, because of his value against the Falcons defense. Uh, questionable is Amon Ross St. Brown. If he's okay to go, then I would put him out there. And I like Sam Laporta as a, Low-end tight end one, high-end tight end two because of the matchup 
against Atlanta. I might even upgrade him to a mid-range tight end one because of this matchup. So make sure that you're keying in on that here this week. Uh, we're going to take a step aside for a fast break here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. When we spin back around, we'll continue Fantasy Football in Focus, NFL Week 3, 2023-24 season, proudly presented by the Wildcat Sports Pub on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York, with plenty to discuss right after this. Avicoli's, located on the corner of Route 57 and Wetzel Road in Liverpool, New York, has been your trusted neighbor for decades. Located just steps from Liverpool High School, we're happy to have the Liverpool Warriors on-site, on-location broadcast at Avicoli's through Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora every single month, featuring student-athletes, coaches, and administration throughout the year from Liverpool High School. Head out to Avicoli's today on the corner of Route 57 and Wetzel Road in Liverpool, New York, open Tuesday. Tuesday through Sunday for lunch, dinner, and drinks. We'd love to see you out there. And of course, you can call them at 315-622-5100 for takeout, delivery, and catering. That's 315-622-5100. And also find them on myavicolis.com. That's myavicolis.com. Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry-loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to Canine Campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying in the classic cabin, the executive cabin the Grand Cabin, or of course, the Luxury Cabin, because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. <laughs> now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pickup times are Monday through Sunday. Check Canine campground.com for more information that's the letter k the number nine and campground spelled with a k.com k9campground.com when you're going out of town bring your dog to canine campground PB&J's Lunchbox, the food truck that you love finding all throughout Central and Upstate New York, now has a street-side cafe. So when you're craving their traditional favorites as well as their out-of-box amazing menu items, you can now head to 663 Old Liverpool Road in Liverpool, New York, located just minutes from the highway, the thruway, Destiny USA, and Onondaga Lake Parkway. PB&J's Lunchbox Street-Side Cafe is there for you Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., serving breakfast, lunch, and and dinner all throughout the day. Get breakfast for dinner, dinner for lunch, whatever you fancy, including their award-winning grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Find them at 663 Old Liverpool Road in Liverpool, New York. PB&J's Lunchbox, where we love to know what's in your lunchbox. Lunchbox. 
This is a special message from 317 at Montgomery restaurant owner Joel Carpenter. Open Tuesday through Saturday for your dining pleasure on 317 Montgomery Street in Syracuse, New York. We wanted to be a part of the resurgence of Syracuse. We saw uh, a lot of money being put into bringing people back downtown and thought that, you know, we'd like to be a part of that. I love putting together a good dish where people see it first, they fall in love with it, and then it tastes just as good as it looks. We want to provide the best food in Syracuse that we possibly can, and we want you to leave here talking to your family, your friends about what you had to eat first and foremost, but also our service and to walk out feeling like you're part of our family. I work out in the front of the house a lot, and I love walking to every single table, asking them how everything is, and people looking at me and smiling and saying, this is the most amazing short rib I've ever had. This is the most amazing filet I've ever had. And Donna is great. Sarah's amazing. Thank you for coming over and talking to us. And then them just being truly happy for the experience that they've gotten. 317 at Montgomery Restaurant, part of the fabric of downtown Syracuse, located on 317 Montgomery Street in Syracuse, New York. Open Tuesday through Saturday for a unique and memorable dining experience. And a welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Of course, we are inside our fantasy football coverage fantasy football in focus is what we call it here on wake up call and it is coming to you every single week and in your fantasy football season giving you fantasy football advice we put up the schedule right next to me that is the order of the games that i discuss so if you're in here right now and you hear me talk houston at jacksonville then you know that we've covered the games above it already so you can simply rewind and go back or you can you know obviously move forward because we make this accessible to you live right now and, of course, immediately available on YouTube.com and Facebook.com backslash DT. So you could go and watch this video today, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, in preparation for all of your games throughout the week. So we make this as accessible as we can, thanks to the incredible team at the Wildcat Sports Pub. The Wildcat Sports Pub, your premier place to watch your games on Thursdays, Sundays, Mondays, and all throughout the week, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York, open seven days a week. And for takeout and delivery, call 315-487-2222. That's 315-487-2222 for the Wildcats. So make sure you get in touch with them and let them know that Wake Up Call sent you over. And again, we appreciate everything that they do so very much. So uh, many thanks to them. Here inside of our Fantasy Football NFL Week 3 for the 2023-24 season, happy to help you through this. If you have a question on your specific team, make sure you send it to us in any one of our feeds here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Of course, you are with us on Facebook.com backslash Wake Up Call DT, YouTube.com backslash Wake Up Call DT, and on Wake Up Call DT.podbean.com. So wherever you are, shoot us a question. Happy to answer your questions. And we got one that uh, just came in. So we're going to make sure that we answer this one here and make sure you send yours if you have them. Uh, True Viking Strength. I like the name. Cool name. So True, uh, I want to uh, first and foremost, thank you for being a part of the show. We're going to answer your question here in a second. 
uh, make sure to subscribe while you're here. Click that subscribe button, easy to do, and let us know where you hail from. Uh, we always like to know uh, where where you're from, so so that we can give a shout out to uh, wherever home is for you. So true Viking strength. Thank you for being a part of the show. Make sure to subscribe. Let us know where you're hailing from. Uh, and we got, I have Zach Moss and Garrett Wilson on a full PPR league. Who should I start in my flex? Well, this would be the easiest answer in the world if there wasn't the quarterback woes going on with the Jets. And I think you know that true Viking. And that's why you, you've asked the question. I mean, Garrett Wilson's the guy that you would think, okay, without question, you put him in your flex. Do you have anybody else in your flex, or is everybody else already accounted for? Is uh, my first question to you. So, are these the two guys that you decided were your final two choices? Do you have other choices? Or are these the only choices you got? Because if these are the only choices that you have, then you know, it is is not great as things are with the Jets. I'm still leaning more toward uh, Garrett Wilson. I would say uh, in this, in my opinion, I mean, Zach Mott, let's see what you got here. The Frozen Tundra. Go Pack Go. Good. Oh, so you got a name like True Viking and you're saying Go Packers. I like that. Make sure you click subscribe. Shout out to Wisconsin. The Frozen Tundra. If you're out there with them Packers, Go Pack Go. Uh, there you go. Good stuff there. So much appreciation for you listening in this morning from Wisconsin. Uh, most what do you say? Most of my other options are injured or questionable. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I would love to help you. We, you know, check the uh, waiver wire as well as uh, look into free agency. Uh, you know, if there's any way I can help you out with that, let me know. Uh, you know, Zach Moss, he's he's standing, he's by himself in Indy, right? So there's that side of it too. So, like I said, I think the easy the the easy one would be in a good quarterback situation. I'm not even hesitating, and I'm telling you that it's Garrett Wilson. But in Indy right now, with uh, Deion Jackson, uh, he was he was limited there. Jonathan Taylor is obviously still hurt. You know what? For this week, I'd say Zach Moss. I would just because Garrett Wilson has to rely on Zach Wilson getting the ball out where Zach Moss, all he has to wait for is that handoff. So I would say Moss. I would say Moss for you right now. It's hard for me to not say Garrett Wilson because he's one of those guys that's just, you know, awesome athlete. We saw his incredible catch in week one. Only right. I mean, and, and that catch has been rivaled by a couple, a couple other catches here. Zay Jones being one of them in week one as well. But I would say ultimately for you, true Viking, I would say I would say Moss for week three. And if there's any other way I can help, let me know. Make sure you hit that little subscribe. And uh, you can also hit the bell, too, to get reminded when we're doing the show. Matt said, hey, what's up, man? What's going on, Matt? If you got a question, send it over to us. Uh, happy to help you out. Make sure you click subscribe while you're here. So uh, make sure to subscribe and let us know where you're from. So we definitely appreciate it. And uh, let's see here. Okay, so we Matt did Matt did send us a question, and just so people know where we're at in the uh, broadcast as well, the next game we'll be talking about is New Orleans at Green Bay to follow the schedule. But as questions come in, I answer them here uh, in, in as as real time as we can for you. Matt said, "I want to pick up Kareem Hunt. Don't know who to drop. Maybe Khalil Herbert or Tank Bigsby. I just I wouldn't I wouldn't drop Tank. 
I would not drop Tank. I'm going to tell you that right. I just interviewed Tank this this past week. I was down in Jacksonville for my 13th year in coverage of the team. I, I would not drop Tank. That's one that I'll tell you. Uh, oh, Tank Dell. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you for specifying that. Because I'll say if it's Bigsby, that's that's a hot no. Uh, I would say uh, you want to dra- you want to pick up Cream Hunt, which I totally understand. Very surprised Cream Hunt didn't have a job at the start of this season, which is just the sad state of affairs that the uh, NFL's running backs are currently in, and and I don't like it at all because I think it's completely unfair to the entire position, not just to one player. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand you wanting to pick up Kareem Hunt. I definitely get that. So let me take a, a look here. Khalil Herbert, mm, I wouldn't drop him. And let me know who else you have on your team. You have Kamara, but he's – yeah. Yeah, I mean – Tank Dell is who I, you know, I would say at this point, if I had to choose of the of the players that you gave me, I understand your desire to pick up Kareem Hunt. So I would say Tank Dell. Uh, I mean, I covered him in 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 his time out there as well uh, in college. And he's playing for the Houston Texans, and before that, he played for the Houston Cougars. So uh, I'm a fan of Nathaniel Dell, a.k.a. Tank. And I mean, he's he's well, you know, he's had 14 targets, 10 catches, 106 yards and a touchdown. See, this is where I get wary about stuff, because do I want you to really let him go right now with Tank? No. Kareem, well, okay, I'm going to put it to you like this. I'm thinking about it in real time, as we always do when I have these questions come in. I understand you wanting to bring in Kareem Hunt. But I felt good about Jerome Ford before Nick Chubb's injury. That he was going to be used as a one-two punch. And keep in mind, Cleveland felt better about Jerome Ford than Kareem Hunt, which is why they let Kareem go and brought in Kareem Hunt, or brought in uh, Jerome Ford last season as a rookie. So if it was up to me, I don't think that Hunt's going to go over Ford. Not right now. Think about that. Just just think about it in 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 the reality because we're playing fantasy. But let's and and true Viking agrees with me on this. We're playing fantasy, but fantasy is based in reality, correct? When we talk about this football world and Kareem Hunt was the one two punch with Nick Chubb and the Cleveland Browns drafted Jerome Ford before last season. And that should have said something to Kareem Hunt. And then when they let Kareem Hunt go and wouldn't even take him back for, you know, a couple Ritz crackers and a Charms blow pop, that should have told you something. If they bring in Kareem Hunt now, it might still just be a temporary thing. They might take him for a couple weeks and let him go. Uh, Jerome Ford was chosen over Kareem Hunt before the season started by the Browns. And I think that that's made it very clear. So I would keep what you got because I don't want you to get rid of Tank Dell. So the more I think about it, the more I'd like you to keep Tank Dell. Uh, True said to me, my other options are D-Hop and Jahan Dotson on waivers. I could grab Gabe Davis or Tutu Atwell. All right, True Viking. I I like the Gabe Davis pickup. D-Hop's been underwhelming. Jahan Dotson and Tutu Atwell. I feel this is how I feel about this. If you were to pick somebody up, True, I like Gabe, then Tutu, then Jahan, then D-Hop, if I had to put them in order one through four. Uh, So Matt said... 
Let's see here. Oh, then we already answered that. And then True Viking said Hunt might. Yeah, I mean, Hunt was used in a in a two headed backfield before. The Browns know what they're getting in him, but again, the Browns knew what they had in him, and they were willing to let it go for Jerome Ford to be the number two guy. So Kareem was always their three. Just remember that it's not that Kareem can't perform. Just remember that they felt better about Jerome Ford than they felt about Kareem Hunt. And by the way, speaking of Kareem Hunt, if y'all are looking for an awesome card, we also do box breaks here on youtube.com backslash wake up call DT. We do pack breaks, box breaks, tin battles, box battles, all that good stuff. I have this RPA green parallel numbered to 25 in the world of Kareem Hunt an autograph and a tricolor patch here when he was on the Kansas City Chiefs. If anybody's interested in this card, I bring it to my shows and we're looking to sell it and move it. It's a fantastic card and uh, one of the best ones that I have just uh, aesthetically pleasing and just the patch and everything that it has on it. So speaking of Kareem Hunt, if you're interested in him, shoot us a message. So with that being said, we're going to continue on as your questions keep coming in. I'll keep answering them. So feel free to send us off your questions here. I'll be more than happy to answer your questions as we go. And a true and true Viking said, and notifications just got turned on. Thanks, true Viking. appreciate it very much, man. Appreciate it. Uh, cannot thank you enough. So good stuff. Let's continue the conversation here. We have a uh, New Orleans at Green Bay is the next game that we're going to jump to. Uh, we promise you 10 to 11 on Wednesdays. I always go past 11. So make sure if you're watching and listening right now, click subscribe and click the notification bell because we uh, always go over on our time. I like to under promise over deliver. So very happy to do that here for you on the broadcast. So let's get into our next game here. And the next game that we have up New Orleans at Green Bay. Let's hop into that matchup. And I'm going to I always start with the road team. So we're going to start with New Orleans. Now, the New Orleans Saints, Derek Carr is a QB2 for me this week. Jamal Williams is hurt. Uh, Kendra Miller is hurt. I believe I have Kendra's rookie card too. Uh, Kamara's hurt. <laughs> New Orleans doesn't have anybody to run the dang ball. The fullback Adam Prentice might have to do it. So Jamal's got a hamstring injury. They might have to bring somebody up from the practice squad. Miller's got a hamstring injury as well. God bless to everybody here and a speedy and full recovery for everyone. A New Orleans backfield looks terrible right now. Kind of looks like the Niners backfield of a couple of years ago. Your best bet in this game is Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. I have Olave as a wide receiver one. I had him as the number one receiver when he was a rookie last year coming into the team. I didn't think anybody was going to take that job. I still think he's the number one. I got Michael Thomas as a as a wide receiver two this week. I have Juwan Johnson. You know, I like Juwan. I like his talent, but he's just not targeted enough. So I still have him as a tight end two. Although I think that he has the potential of being bigger. He could end up on another team at some point. We could finally you know, see him reach his potential. I just don't think they use him enough. Uh, in Green Bay, uh, Aaron Jones is hurt. He's got a hamstring injury as well. Uh, that gives A.J. Dillon's value so much higher, hoping that Aaron Jones heals quickly. Christian Watson, too, and everybody else who's injured. A lot of hamstring injuries going on to running backs and wide receivers, and it's a terrible – it's not a great injury to have because it's it's nagging. It's not anything torn. It's not anything broken, so it can come and go. And with running backs and receivers in fantasy football, it's a terrible injury 
to have to endure on your fantasy team. And, you know, that's just a fraction of what these gentlemen have to actually feel physically. So I pray they get well uh, very, very soon here. And speaking on hamstrings, any word on Aaron Jones? Yeah, I mean, he's he's still questionable to play in this game. I think A.J. Dillon has got the value here. New Orleans defense isn't great. A.J. Dillon's legs are bigger than some people's entire, you know, body. So I would say the the the, the torso. So I would say uh, definitely uh, play A.J. Dillon in this. Watson with the hamstring as well. It gives Romeo Dubs a little bit of a nod. I got him as a wide receiver three on your team. Uh, Jaden Reed, if you got to pick somebody up as a, as a flex four, wide receiver four, I would say in this one. Luke Musgrave. Eh. So I would say really your best bet here is to watch Aaron Jones and Watson, see how healthy they are. But I think Romeo Dubs and A.J. Dillon are going to have a good week against New Orleans. And uh, my next one that I have up here for you is going to be our Denver at Washington game. So let's hop right into, uh, or pardon me, Denver at Miami. And so the uh, Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins, let's head off to that game here. If you got a question, make sure you send it in. Happy to answer them as we go. We're on Facebook Live, and of course, we're on YouTube Live, both backslash Wake Up Call DT, and happy to answer all of your fantasy football questions as they come in to us. So make sure you send them off, and uh, and I'll be happy to get to them. Uh, and, and of course, if you're watching this show on playback, make sure you respond to this specific video because I'll get the alert of a message on the video. So if you're watching this on Thursday or Saturday and you need a question to be answered, just make sure that you specifically respond to the video so that I can see it. And then when I see it, I'll be able to answer it for you because I'm always happy to help you uh, beyond the live hours as well. But of course, live is the best time to come in and watch and listen to the show because you and I can interact while I'm answering your questions. And I always uh, appreciate the time to do that. So if you got a question, go ahead and send it in. The Denver Broncos are a team that, you know, Nate Hackett, my good buddy, my good friend, I'll always call him my good friend. I'm not a friend if you're winning and not a friend if you're losing. I'm a friend no matter what, because it's based on the person, right? I'm a if good people. I'm always going to be in your corner. And so when we look at the way that uh, things have gone here with this Denver Broncos team, I think it's clear that it this wasn't a Nathaniel Hackett problem. This is a team problem, right? This is an offensive problem. This team has not looked great for, you know, a couple seasons now. They're not wowing anybody. They have you know, potential star power. You got Russ the bus, but the team just doesn't look that good. And, you know, you, you want to ask why, why is, you know, why does the team struggle the way that they do? And, and why does this team not look the way that you think that they should look on paper? Well, like I said, a lot of people blamed Nate Hackett. And I think you could see now that it's, that's, <laughs> this is not a Nate Hackett thing, right? He's not there anymore. He's with the Jets and he's doing what he can there to try and make sure that that team is ready and prepared for what they have coming in a really unfortunate start to their season. So for the Denver Broncos, your plays are Javante Williams. Jerry Judy's back. So, you know, that's another piece of it here. They're on the road at Miami. I don't feel great about it. I think Cortland Sutton is a high-end wide receiver, too, in this game. I think Jerry Judy is a low-end, too. I think Javante Williams is your best play. I got him as a running back, too, your best play for the whole team. 
And then for the Miami Dolphins coming off a victory against the Patriots, I would have uh, in in this matchup, I like Tua. It's Denver. I have him as a lower-end QB1 this week, but I still have him as a QB1. Uh, Raheem Mostert, again, he's on a team with a bunch of guys injured, so he's got to be the guy outside of uh, Devin Ashane, who I have the rookie card of. So I would say Raheem Mostert against the Broncos. I got him as a running back, too. I got Tyreek Hill as a, as a one. Like I said, I already gave you my thoughts on Tua as a lower-end one. Jalen Waddle's coming off a concussion. God willing, he could be okay with that. Uh, a sneaky play could be Braxton Berrios, but that's in a really deep league. I like I like Tyreek Hill, then Tua, then Raheem Mostert, if I had to rank them, of the Miami Dolphins coming up this week. Uh, Toast just wrote in to us here. And Toast, thanks for joining. Make sure uh, you let us know where you hail from. And uh, Matt, too, let us know where, you, where you're from because we love to uh, give shout-outs here. So, Toast, uh, let us know where you're from. We love shouting out hometowns. And uh, make sure to click that subscribe button and the notification bell as well. Toast let us know he's from Texas. So shout out to Texas at whatever part of Texas you're from. I've been to a bunch of different parts of Texas. And uh, recently, Dallas, Arlington. Uh, yeah, what is it? Dallas, Arlington, Fort Worth, Fort Worth area that I was in there, I believe so. And Houston. Houston as well. Uh, toast question here. I have... B. John Robinson, Ramondre, Travis Etienne, James Conner, Javante Williams, and Rashawn. Okay. You think I trade James Conner and Williams for B. So when you say you have, okay, I'm confused here. So you have B. Rob, but that's not B. John Robinson. Yeah, Brian Rob. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, just make sure you specify when you're writing these off to me, especially if if guys have really similar names, just so I can give you the most accurate advice. So do you do I think you should trade James Conner and Javante Williams for Bijan? Tyler Algier is going to get used this season, man. If they're both healthy, they're both going to be out there. And Algier, two weeks in, is the only guy to have a rushing touchdown for the team between the two. And he's got two of them. So I would say no, because I don't like you trading away Javante Williams. I don't mind you getting Bijan, but James Conner also doesn't really have anybody that's trying to upend him in Arizona. So I like your backfield, and you have, you know, you got a lot of guys that that I think are in good shape. I wouldn't want – yeah, James Conner is in a good situation, and, I mean, think about it. They don't have Kyler Murray, so you got to entrust even more so now in running the ball. Who are you going to run it with? James Conner and Javante. I mean, look at Denver's woes. You know, you, you hand that ball off. So I would I like I like Bijan, but I, I think you'd be giving up two starters for for a guy who's going to be sharing time with Algier. Uh, George, George, I know you've watched and listened to the show. So big shout out to you. Thanks for coming back. The Tyreek Hill owner in my league is trying to trade me Justin Fields and Christian Watson for my Tua and Sky Moore. No. No. Right now, Christian Watson has a hamstring injury, and we don't know how long that's going to affect him. Justin Fields is not the guy that you want to have. So Tua straight up for Justin is a hot no. And I know people want to throw Sky Moore in the garbage because he's had some moments. But listen, I just covered that Jacksonville game down in Duval, and Sky Moore came up with that big reception at the end of the game. I know he's been quiet, 
But uh, and I know 54 of his 70 yards came on that catch. But no, no, that's not a good trade, George. So I'd stay away from that one as well. If you have questions as we go, make sure you send them in. Uh, I'll continue to do the schedule and talk through it as we go. And if you have a question, then make sure you shoot it over to me, as all of you have this morning, and I appreciate it. Uh, the Chargers at Minnesota. Let's go to that one. That one. This one's a little bit interesting here because the Chargers have had a, a haphazard start, right? They're 0-2. And the Vikings, I mean, they got talent, but they're not looking great either. They're not looking like a playoff team right now. Uh, Justin Herbert, I play him in this one. How can you keep him off? Eckler's questionable with an ankle injury. And to those of you that spent your you know, final running back pick on Josh Kelly, could help you out this week if you flex them out you know i don't i don't feel great about isaiah spiller or josh kelly or elijah dotson for that matter in the backfield just watch the eckler injury if he's good to go then he's worth putting out there i i don't know how great of a week he's going to have not being 100 percent and going up against the vikings i like herbert i like keenan allen i like mike williams i like allen ahead of mike williams and Yeah, you know, Donald Parham Jr., for those of you that have uh, have been loyal to Wake Up Call and to our fantasy football and focus, I want to thank you for that because I started talking about Donald Parham Jr. when he was in the old iteration of the XFL. And for that one season, he's been targeted five times. He caught four. He's got 29 yards. He's already got a touchdown. He's a little sneaky grabbing stash guy. But the, the players that play this week, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, I mean, they kind of go back and forth, right? One guy's good. The other guy's, you know, not doesn't have a great week. Then they have two. Then they both have a great week. And then this guy's a little bit ahead of this guy. And this guy more gets more than that guy. And sometimes one gets 10 targets and the other one gets 11 or nine. So, you know, they're both worth putting out there. And it's Justin Herbert. And I, I still think he doesn't get the respect that he deserves for the ball that he throws. Uh, for Minnesota, Alexander Madison, has he wowed me? No. <laughs> I mean, if you're a if you're a fantasy owner of Alexander Madison, I'm gonna look at his numbers right now through a couple weeks. Uh, he's got 62 yards rushing in two weeks combined. He's got 19 carries in two weeks combined. These are numbers for one game. He doesn't have a rushing touchdown. And he's caught six of the 10 balls thrown his way for 21 yards. He does have a receiving touchdown. I wasn't sold on Alexander Madison. When he was the backup to Delvin Cook, I'm not sold on him now. Ty Chandler, that's a guy to watch, but do I feel good about anything in the backfield there? Nah. Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison, those are your plays for this week. And maybe a little Hawkinson love. I would say TJ Hawkinson is a... I would put him on the higher end, tight end one for this week. I would put him on the higher end one. Toast, what did you say to me here? My team right now is Jalen Hurts, ETN. I love how you guys write it too, right? Because it's ETN and so you just put the three letters, make it easy. Uh, so I covered them in college. So it's just cool to see that too. Um, my team right now is Hurts, ETN, Ramondre, uh, Jettis, Amari, Laporta, Ryan Robinson, Connor, Javante Williams, Rashawn, George Pickens, Jahan Dotson, Gabe Davis. Would you look to make a trade? You're currently 2-0. Well, I think you answered your question, Toast. You're 2-0. So 
So do you, you know, this team has been winning for you. Do you want to break it up two weeks into the season? And it also depends on what the trade is, Toast. I can't just say, hey, yeah, you're 2-0. and You got these guys. Go make a trade. Because first and foremost, you're 2-0, and which a lot of people would like to be right now. And secondly, what what is the trade? I can't tell you to go make a trade for the sake of making a trade. But if you if you bring me a trade and say, hey, this is what somebody's offering me, this is what they want to do, then I could tell you, like I've said with some of these other ones here today, whether it's worth it or not. So yeah, I wouldn't trade for the sake of trading. Your team's two and zero. You're winning. Obviously, you got to be two steps ahead of everybody. So your team's winning. But if you feel like you got a a weak weak member of that team that you want to kind of shore up a couple things, then yeah, look at it, entertain it. But uh, when when a when a trade comes in, I can I can definitely you know, assess that with you when we, when we hear about them. Absolutely. Toast my pleasure. So if, if you got any trades you're thinking of, send them over. And if you have somebody who has sent you over a trade, then send those to me as well. Happy to help you with your toast and make sure you, like I said, click subscribe and click that notification bell. And I appreciate you being here. Uh, Side Eye Muppet. That's an interesting name. I'm intrigued by it. Side Eye Muppet, uh, let us know where you hail from as well. We love to, uh, like I said, we love to give shout outs. So make sure, uh, Side Eye, you let us know where you're from. So uh, share that with us so we can give you a shout out, give your hometown a shout out. And uh, make sure to subscribe and go ahead and click that notification bell as well. You got a couple things coming in here. What does Side Eye have to say? Lamar Saquon Madison. What else here? Alave, Jay Jettas, Kittle, Zay Flowers, Jets and Ravens D. Side eyes from East Side, Long Beach, California. We, we've been we've been just killing it in California every single week that we've done fantasy football and focus this season. And keep in mind, folks, they're three hours uh, back from us, so you're watching and listening on the East Coast, eleven fifteen. They're doing it at eight fifteen. I've had California every week, so shout out, represent Cali. I appreciate it. East Side, Long Beach, appreciate you being here, Side Eye. Let me let me see what you got for me. We got Jets, Ravens, D, and special teams, Matt Gay, and your bench is uh, Trevor Law and Trevor Lawrence. That's my dude. Uh, Gabe Davis just interviewed Trevor this past week. Jacoby Myers, Laporta, uh, Roshan Johnson, and a vacant spot. Looking to make a splash. What should I do? I'm one and one, and in a 10-man ESPN fantasy, I had J.K. Dobbins as running back two, unfortunately, uh, targeting Tajay Spears on the waiver wire. Yeah, let me know who's on the waiver wire because you said you have a vacant spot. So, number one, I'm happy you don't have to drop anybody because you already have a vacant spot, so kudos to you for that. Like it. So we got an open thing that we know we can fail, and we're not going to have to lose anything to do it. Let me know who's on the waiver wire. I like Tajay Spears. I said earlier in the show that I covered him in college at Tulane, and I was at his game in the Cotton Bowl Classic where he went off, I believe it was four touchdowns that he had. So let me know, side-eye, who's out there besides Tajay. And if you're looking specifically at bringing in another running back, uh, let me see where I can help. So, yeah, let me know who's out there. I like the Tajay part, but I just want to make sure I got all the information. So send me who else is out there for you so I can give you my thoughts on the uh, waiver wire and free agency. So just let me know who's there. New England at the New York Jets in side eye. Uh, you can write that in at any time while we're continuing to move forward here. 
New England at the Jets. Let's see who we got here. So New England obviously is different. They got to make some changes. I'm wondering how long Bill Belichick is going to be rocking with uh, with the Pats as of right now, because, you know, post Tom Brady, we knew life was going to be different. And I didn't think the team was going to be that good. They're they're owing two right now. Nothing wowed me last year from them. I'm not, you know, I, I like Mac. I thought they were going to get Mac Jones. I predicted that they were going to pick Matt Jones if he fell to them at whatever it was, 15 or 16th. I think it was the 16th overall. So I, I called that. But, I mean, am I wowed by Mac Jones at quarterback? No. Am I wowed by Ramondre Stevenson at running back? No. Am I wowed by the receiving court? No. I think this is an offense that, you know, has got a bunch of guys that could be backups in, in other places. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean that this is not the, the Patriots team that we remember, right? You don't have Gronk and, you know, you don't have Damian Harris. I'm surprised they let him go. Uh, Kevin Falk, right, of of their history, too, when they really started to get good. Obviously, Tom Brady and you know, Deion Branch and these other receivers that they had, it's it's just not the same world. So, I mean, fantasy football-wise for this matchup, and side, I uh, make sure you send me who's on that waiver wire besides Tajay so I can help you out. But for New England, I mean, yeah, they're playing the Jets. So maybe their defense and special team is worth, is worth putting out there this week for takeaways and for special teams in general. You know, maybe that's worth it for interceptions, for fumble recoveries, fumbles forced. Uh, Hunter Henry is the only one that I would really tell you to play for the Patriots. They're playing in good defense. So, you know, their defense and special teams, this is the thing about New England. They're playing a good defense, but the Jets offense isn't that good. So I think both the Patriots and the Jets defenses are worth playing. Their defense and special teams uh, this week, I think they're both worth playing because I think New England will have some takeaway opportunities. And I think the Jets against good teams will have takeaway opportunities. And I don't think uh, New England's uh, a good team as of right now. Uh, on, on the Jets side, you know, Brees Hall and Delvin Cook, they'll put some work in for you. I got Delvin Cook as a running back three. I got Brees Hall as uh, a lower end running back one, a higher end two. You know, uh, they they have a healthy receiving core, which is great. Uh, the The issue is just getting the ball out to them. And, you know. Randall, every quarterback's got their guy, Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. Who are they connected to? Aaron Rodgers. Who's their quarterback now? Zach Wilson. So Garrett Wilson probably will get more in his direction. So, I mean, I got Garrett Wilson as a wide receiver too because of the quarterback situation. I still got Brees Hall as a lower end one, high end two, probably a running back two because of the situation. Delvin Cook a three because of the situation. And I like both defenses and special teams, like I said. So next one up, we got Buffalo at Washington. The Buffalo Bills have not as good a record as the Washington Commanders going into this week. Buffalo's one and one. So I'm going to say Josh Allen. Yes. I'm going to say James Cook. Yes. My guy Latavius Murray, shout out to my county where he hails from as well, Anadalga. So uh, looking at him and working ahead of Damian Harris, Latavius Murray. I like him in this game as a flex player, probably a running back three or four, depending on how deep your league is. I like Stefan Diggs. I like Gabe Davis as well. 
and Dawson Knox. They got Kincaid and Knox. It's a great problem to have, but it's also a problem. It's a great problem. It's great to have Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid if you're a playoff team coming down the stretch, right? But in fantasy, it's a pain in that. But because of the fact that both of these guys are talented and they didn't need Dalton Kincaid, but they have him. So that's the tough part, you know, for me to tell you play one over the other. And I mean, this is the one where like, if I feel like if I tell you to play one, the other one's going to have a good week. You can be like, what the heck, Dan? And I'll say, okay, play the other one. And then that guy's got a good week. So, I mean, Knox has been targeted nine times and Kincaid's been targeted 10. Knox caught six of the nine. Kincaid caught nine of the 10. Knox has a touchdown. Kincaid doesn't yet. Knox has 35 yards. Kincaid has 69. So, you know, and I I see a bunch of questions coming in. So I'm going to make sure I answer these for you. Uh, John C., if you have not uh, click subscribe, make sure you do that. And John, let us know where you hail from because we love to make, we love to give shout outs. So uh, make sure to subscribe and share your home, your home country, hometown, home state whatever it is, we love to give shout outs. So make sure you send those over to us. And uh, Side Eye and John got some things coming in and I'm going to get to those in a moment. I want to make sure that I uh, clear this information for you first. So there's only one rushing touchdown in two weeks for the Jets and it came from James Cook, who I also covered in college and covered him in with when Georgia went on to win the national championship. I'm a big fan of James Cook. I was a fan of Cook before. And I was a huge fan when Buffalo drafted him because I feel like he, I said last year when he was a rookie, I feel like he's going to take over because I feel like instead of having two guys, instead of having Singletary and Moss, I think he can arguably maybe do both things instead of having two guys to, you know, together be a good running back. And look at what happened. Zach Moss and Singletary aren't on the team. And who's the guy running the show? James Cook in year two here. So I got James Cook, Josh Allen as plays. I got Latavius Murray. As a flex, because they're playing the commanders, I got him as a running back three. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, I like. It's hard for me to tell you Kincaid or Knox. So I got them both as, as tight end twos, low, eh, low, low end one, high end twos right now. On the other side of it for Washington, and your questions coming in, we will get to those right after I give you the commanders. Sam, how you like me now is what I call him. So how you like me now, he's been doing his thing. I told you he'd start at the end of his rookie season. That was my belief. That was my prediction. Covered him in college at North Carolina. He got out there, and I said once he starts, I thought he'd be the guy, and that's held true as well. Brian Robinson Jr. and Antonio Gibson, I'm not a fan of this backfield because I think they bite too much from each other. It's not that I don't think they're talented, and I covered Antonio Gibson when he was at Memphis, and I'm a big fan of Memphis running backs translating to the NFL in recent history. But Gibson hasn't gotten much in two games. He's gotten five carries. Brian Robinson's gotten 37 of them. Antonio Gibson has one more carry than Sam Howell, the quarterback. And Brian Robinson has the only touchdown. He's averaging 3.9 yards a carry, and he has 146 yards in two games on 37 attempts. So I would say Brian Robinson Jr. is a running back uh, two. They're playing the Bills, so I'll probably put him as a three this week. Terry McLaurin, I have him as a wide receiver two. Jahan Dotson, I have as a wide receiver three this week, and that's really where I would take it. Now, we got a bunch of things coming in. 
John said he's from Florida. Shout out to Florida. That's the second home of my company, Dan Tortora Broadcast Media. It's another hub for me, and it's my second home personally. So shout out to Florida. Let me get to Side Eye. I'm going to do these in order then, John. So let's see here. Uh, Side Eye said Kenneth Gainwell, Matt Breda, Gus Edwards, Zeke with a little uh, upset stomach emoji. I understand. Latavius Murray, uh, who had a good weekend, oddly. I don't think it's oddly, man. I mean, the guy shows up. I don't think he gets... I don't think teams hold on to him long enough to see him have this sustainability. You know, he didn't have it with the Vikings, but it doesn't mean that he hasn't caught on and caught fire in some places and really been good. I mean, he's been in New Orleans. He's been in Baltimore. He's been with the, you know, he's with the Bills now. He's been a Raider. He's been a Viking. He's been a Saint. And he's been on the show. I'm a big fan of Latavius Murray. Kendrick Bourne, a 2-2 Atwell, Zach Ertz. Hunter Henry, all on the waiver currently. Okay, all right. So he said, I'm trying to secure the running back two spot via trade, to be honest. I've decided to start Lamar every week over Trevor Lawrence, so I'd like to trade Trevor Lawrence for something crazy. Dude, see what you can get. I wouldn't trade Trevor Lawrence. I'm always up to seeing what what the trade is. I wouldn't trade him, but again, you know, Entice me. Let me see what the trade uh, would offer you. But you're looking to shore up the running back two thing. Okay. So I get that. So you got an open spot. You're looking at Tajay Spears, Kenneth Gamewell, Matt Breda, Gus Edwards. I mean, Gus Edwards to me and Tajay Spears, I like them both, but I like Gus Edwards' situation. I've said this for multiple years, and I'll say it again. I don't think everybody listens to it. Lamar Jackson seemingly likes Gus Edwards and Gus Edwards is not the number one guy. He's never been the number one guy in Baltimore. And then someone gets hurt and he becomes the number one guy. And then he does well with Lamar. So I don't know why people don't take chances on Gus until JK Dobbins gets hurt, which has happened every year. And I hope it never does again. And I hope he heals and comes back ASAP. But if I had to pick a running back for you from this situation, I would say Gus Edwards, then Latavius Murray. Ah, I would say Gus Edwards, Kenneth Gainwell, Latavius Murray in that order. If I had to pick one for you right now. And I do like Hunter Henry with the Patriots because that seems to actually be working with this this Patriots team that hasn't been that great. Uh, thank you for the question, Sadai. Hopefully that helps you. If it didn't, then, you know, ask me further and I'll help you as we go here. Let me see what else we got here. John C., do I trade Tua and Kadarius Tony for Khalil Herbert and Kenny Pickett? I just lost Chubb. My starting quarterback is Pat Mahomes. Hmm. Yeah, John. Side eye, it's my pleasure, man. Anytime. Like, like I said, subs- make sure you click subscribe. Make sure you hit that notification bell. Let us help you out every week. Happy to do it. Happy to have you here. Shout out to California, Eastside Long Beach. And so, John, yeah. I mean, your starting quarterback's Pat Mahomes, so you need Kenny Pickett for a week. And you would get Khalil Herbert for Kadarius Tony. So yeah. As long as as long as you're okay with your with your wide receivers besides that, I would say I would say to you, John, I would say, yeah. I would say make the trade. Make the trade. Bring in Pickett and bring in uh, Khalil Herbert. Thank you, Side Eye. I said absolutely. I'll be tapped in a lot more. Appreciate it. Very much so. 
And let's see here, uh, demo underscore 27. Demo, welcome. Thanks for joining. Let us know where you hail from so we could shout out your hometown and make sure that you click subscribe and that notification bell. So uh, make sure to subscribe and, and go ahead and click the notification bell and let us know where you're from so we can give a little shout out to your hometown. And happy to help you here. The question that came in here from demo underscore 27. We got quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence. I like to be in your leagues, man. You guys got some good quarterbacks here. Uh, CMC, Connor, uh, David Montgomery, who just got hurt. Okay, Jameer Gibbs. Okay, so you got the handcuff there in Detroit. I like it. Chris Olave, DK Metcalf, Debo, Zay Flowers, like it. Michael Pittman, like it. A lot of people were low on him, not me. Uh, Drake London, tight end Pitts. Do you have any recommendations for starting lineup or trades? Demo, I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody. It depends on what someone's willing to trade you for me to have a conversation about it. So if you're asking me who would I put out there to potentially trade? David Montgomery and Drake London. If I'm just brass taxing it right now, or maybe, no, I'd probably say those guys right now. But it depends on what you're being offered. Definitely depends on what you're being offered. You don't just trade for the sake of trading. Uh, starting lineup. Yeah, I would say Josh Allen. I want to say Trevor Lawrence, but 0 for 4 in the red zone, and they had a horrible game last season at home against Houston, and I'm going to be at the game this weekend against Houston. So, yeah, I feel better about Josh Allen this week. I don't know how many you can start at each position, but if you could start two running backs, I would start CMC and Jameer Gibbs uh, of what you've shown me. Uh, Receiver-wise, I would start Chris Olave and DK Metcalf. Depending on what your flex situation is, Zay Flowers and Michael Pittman are good options. I like your team. I like Debo too, because Debo's playing the Giants. So, and Brandon Ayuk is banged up. So I would say you got a lot of opportunities at a starter, starting lineup. Uh, let me know who you can start though. I don't know how many flexes or wide receivers you can play. So I'm kind of just shooting off of what I know which is one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, one tight end, two flex. So let me know if that's the same for you or if there's an extra you know, opportunity out there or if there's less of an opportunity, maybe you have one flex. So then that makes the decision a little bit harder on my end. But happy to help you. Uh, I wouldn't trade anybody until – well, I mean, I would have to see the trade before I could say anything. But Drake London and David Montgomery, I would say, are your tradable commodities right now that I would be willing to listen to offers to. I, I like your team, so I wouldn't be messing with a lot of it. So that's a that's a kudos to you for that. Let's get into our next matchup, Houston at Jacksonville, the game that I just said I'm going to be at. So let's let's go into that game. Last year was awful for the Jaguars. This was a game that you felt like they would win and they struggled in it. Uh, let's let's go to CJ Stroud, who's the rookie here who I thought uh, might not play until week three, but they threw him out there to the Wolves right away. Uh, C.J. Stroud, two games, 58 to 91, 63.7% completion percentage, not bad for a rookie. Uh, 626 yards through two games, two touchdowns, no picks. Pretty good numbers. Uh, you got Damian Pierce, who doesn't have a rushing touchdown yet, uh, but I do like uh, Damian Pierce on the team. And then, you know, Tank Dell, I talked about him before, uh, to not trade him. Nico Collins got in the end zone as well. And 100-yard receivers, uh, Tank Dell's got 106 for Houston. Woods has 131. Nico Collins has 226. So 
you know, I'm a little bit leery. I like Jacksonville's defense. I'm a little bit leery of how they played. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just Jacksonville did not have a great game overall this last week, which made which makes me concerned. I got C.J. Stroud as a quarterback too. I got Damian Pierce as a running back too. I got Nico Collins as a wide receiver. Mm, two right now because I think he might have a good game. I have Tank Dell as a flex wide receiver three. I mean, yeah, Houston, listen, Houston did not have all this talent last year and they beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. This is why I'm concerned. This is, this is why this, <laughs> this is why I don't feel great about it. So I do think there's more, fantasy value than just Damian Pierce this year for the team. Uh, they beat the Jaguars 13 to six last year in Jacksonville in just a gross, a gross game. It was just awful. So yeah, there's some fantasy value there with like twos and threes, I would say on your roster, but you know, I, I like Damian Pierce. I, I like Nico Collins and I got a little bit of like for, I got some like for tank Dell in this matchup as well on Jacksonville's side. I would like to say Trevor Lawrence in this one. I still have him as a QB one. I'm going to call him a mid-range QB, QB1 this week. ETN's got an undisclosed injury. is questionable. Uh, Tank's got more value here. I think in a deep league, Tank's a two. In other leagues, he's a running back three, but I think he should be out there for you this week. This could be his This could be his moment to uh, have, have, a, have a nice debut in the NFL as, as the the back for this week, if that ends up happening. Hopefully ETN's healthy and ready to go. I like Kelvin Ridley in the game. Christian Kirk, last second, I decided to play him. 11 catches, 110 yards. Good stuff. Uh, Zay Jones, uh, he's questionable with a knee injury. God willing, he'll be okay. Jamal Agnew's got some value here to flex out in this week. I like Kirk and Ridley, though. I like the way that things have started off for them. And Evan Engram, I like him, too. I got him as a uh, mid-range to low-end tight end one for the matchup that they're playing uh, side I said, since I have Trevor Lawrence and I may keep him now, should I try to offer Gabe Davis for Christian Kirk? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I w- right now, yes. I I like Kirk's upside. Well, this is really hard because so I cover Kirk now. I covered Gabe Davis in college. I think they're both talented. I would trade for Kirk. Maybe you can give up something other than Gabe Davis because I think that they're like a similar line for me. I do think you should get Kirk. I would like you to not have to trade right Gabe Davis, in my opinion. Side eye. Thanks for the question. Uh, Indy at Baltimore. Let's jump into this game. So we got the uh, Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. Let's see here. So we're going to start things off with the away as we always do. So the Colts at the Ravens, Uh, Indianapolis Colts, Zach Moss is the guy right now. Uh, He's playing the Ravens defense. So I got him as a wide receiver, running back three, pardon me. And Anthony Richardson is questionable with a concussion. God willing, he's able to go. If not, it's Minshew mania. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., which that could change things. We could see Alec Pierce get some more 
opportunities because every quarterback has their guys. So I think Alec Pierce, depending on what happens with Richardson, watch that on the injury report. I think Alec Pierce is a sneaky wide receiver three or four for you this week. I think Michael Pittman, if Anthony Richardson especially is out there, I got him as a a wide receiver two. And Zach Moss, I have him as a flex running back three. In on the side of the Baltimore Ravens, this is a fun game because they there used to be the Baltimore Colts. Then the Baltimore Colts became the Indianapolis Colts, and the Cleveland Browns of old became the Baltimore Ravens. So Baltimore and the Colts used to be connected, but now the, now the old Baltimore Colts are the Indianapolis Colts, and like I said, the Ravens are the old Cleveland Browns and not the Colts, but they're in Baltimore. So cool connections here as we have this game uh, coming up which I'm excited to see. So let's uh, let's jump into that one uh, right now and uh, look at the Ravens side of things after we did Indy. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he's got a hand injury, so just watch that. God willing, he's able to go on heels completely and for good. Tyler Huntley showed that he could fill in. He almost won that game against the Miami Dolphins in the playoffs last year. Uh, Justice Hall and Gus Edwards are your guys in the backfield. I like Gus as a running back three. Justice Hall probably put his running back four. Zay Flowers has risen up the map. I told y'all, I told y'all about this guy. And that to me, he could be the sleeper of the year. Before the season even started, Zay is a definite play for you. He's the definition of a flex. Mark Andrews is worth the play as well. Maybe a little love to Rashad Bateman in a, three or four deep wide receiver core because they're playing Indy. But I like my dude, Zaire Franklin from Syracuse. I know he's going to go to work this week. Carolina at Seattle. Let's jump into Carolina at Seattle. The Panthers just, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some time. You know, the Panthers, again, with a new quarterback, again, uh, with a guy who they drafted high. This is the number one overall pick in drafting uh, Bryce Bryce Young. So, I mean, we shall we shall see how this shakes out as time goes on. But in this game, Miles Sanders, I got him as a running back three because he's playing Seattle. I don't have any of their wide receivers as like a definite yes for me. I don't, I don't, I don't feel great about Carolina, especially on the road against the twelfth man. Uh, they've lost 24 to 10 and 20 to 17. And I mean, looking at them, uh, their guys through a couple games here, there's, there's really nobody. I mean, uh, Miles Sanders got a hundred yards through the first two games, 32 carries, 3.6 yards a carry. Thielen leads the bunch. Hayden Hurst, him and Thielen have, have the two receiving touchdowns on the whole team. Thielen's had 11 targets, caught nine in two games. Hayden's had 10 targets, caught nine, or pardon me, eight in two games. So, I mean, Chuba Hubbard's catching all seven that were thrown his way out of the backfield. Mingo, the rookie, he's been targeted 13 times, caught five. I mean, honestly, Miles Sanders is, is a running back three. I mean, that that's, that's all I have for you. Adam Thielen is a wide receiver four. Maybe this week. I don't, I don't feel good about it. Seattle, on the other hand, Geno Smith, not a bad week to play him. If you got somebody injured or you had to make some moves or you could play two quarterbacks, not a bad week to play Geno. 
I like Kenneth Walker the third. I covered him in college, and uh, Kenneth Walker is somebody that I respect. He's got over 100 yards so far. He's got two rushing touchdowns in two weeks. It's good stuff. Charbonnet as a rookie has gotten involved. Uh, 3.9 yards a carry, a little bit better than Walker's 3.7. He's only carried the ball seven times so far this season. Uh, DK Metcalf leads the way, followed by Tyler Lockett. Lockett's got two touchdowns. DK's got one. DK's got 122 yards. Lockett's got 69. Lockett's been targeted 14 times, caught 10. DK's 11 targets. He's caught nine of. Noah Fant, Will Disley are literally neck and neck again. So it's hard to determine that. You know, Disley's caught all five thrown his way. Noah Fant's caught all four thrown his way, which is why you keep them both because you can trust him to catch the ball. So DK got a rib injury. I would imagine he's going to play. We'll see. Uh, but I, I like DK in this game. I like Kenneth Walker in the game. Walker as a running back too. DK, if he's healthy to go, I got him as a one. Uh, Lockett I have as a two. And then Noah Fant and Disley, it's hard to choose between these two guys. So I don't think uh, – I mean, it's it's not an easy thing for to tell you in fantasy. I don't want to lock you into one of them. So – I would say uh, those are my Seattle guys to play are Walker, Metcalf, and Lockett. And maybe Geno, especially if you can play two quarterbacks. Saturday said Jacoby Myers for Christian Kirk. I love Myers. He's a dog, and I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah, you got to take the fan out of it, though, man. I understand. I understand. I do. But if we take a look at the, the Raiders. Shout out, Boomer. I, yeah, I mean, Jacoby Myers got 10... Targets, nine catches in two weeks, 81 yards, two touchdowns, right? And Christian Kirk uh, eclipsed Jacoby Myers' numbers as far as receiving yards and catches this past week in one game. In a not great offensive game, he had 11 catches for 110 yards. So, yeah, I mean, I'd probably do that trade. I'd probably trade Kirk. or I'd probably get Kirk for Myers. I also like Kirk's quarterback situation more. I traded D-Hop and Josh Kelly for Zay Flowers yesterday. Side-eye, we got it, right? Right? We got, we're like snake-eye side-eyes, right? We're just right there together. We're both rolling snake-eyes. So, you know, I like that. Zay Flowers is a guy that I believed in in college. I, I liked him coming out of college. Thought the perfect landing spot was the Ravens because how he plays is like a wide receiver that's a running back and a wide receiver. Thought he would fit perfectly. He's come in immediately been effective. And yeah, I mean, I said sleeper of the year, draft him in round 10 or 11. And I think he's a guy that can help you win a fantasy championship. So I like the move and I appreciate it. Uh, Rendon, Rendon, I believe you've been with us before. So welcome back. If you haven't, shout out to you and, and shout out your hometown so that we can share that with everybody. And also... Make sure to subscribe if you haven't. I think you may have, but if you haven't, make sure to subscribe. Rendon said, should I pick up Cam Akers on the waiver wire? Somebody dropped him. Depends on what you have, Rendon. So you got to let me know who you have at the running back position and if there's anybody in general you're looking at dropping. Salt Lake City, baby. How about that? Rendon coming to us this morning from Salt Lake City, Utah. Big time shout out. So, yeah, Brendan, let me know who your other running backs are, and I can give you a thought on Cam Akers. Uh, side, I said after the Odell injury news, the had he had to hammer down for Flowers. Yeah, man, listen, I, I like Zay Flowers 
I didn't care who the wide receivers were on the team because I Zay, Zay Flowers is a running back wide receiver. There's something special about him. So I'm a big fan. Should I drop Josh Kelly for Cam Akers? Well, dude, I mean, that's that's an interesting week, Brendan. I'm going to tell you why. Because of the, the situation that we're in right now, right? So Cam Akers is potentially going to get traded. And Kyron Williams is the guy that's leading the way right now from Notre Dame. So I would not trade for Cam Akers. I'd, I'd, I'd hold steady there. And Josh Kelly has the opportunity of starting this week or at least playing some with Austin Eckler not being 100%. So I would say no on the Cam Akers thing, especially right now in the current situations that are going on. So, Rendon, I'd hold serve and not go after Cam Akers because he could maybe potentially not be a Ram soon. We'll see. So I would, I would, I would not be doing that. Chicago and uh, Ryan J. Okay, so Ryan J's got got some thoughts for me. Ryan J, welcome. Let us know where you hail from. So uh, shout out your hometown so we can shout it out. And uh, make sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you can hang out with Wake Up Call Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And so you'll always be set for fantasy football and focus. Probably presented by the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York every single Wednesday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So, Ryan, make sure to click subscribe and let us know where you're from. Uh, Start three PPR, Gibbs, Kyron Williams, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, and Mike Williams. Start three PPR. I would say Mike Williams, James Cook, and Jameer Gibbs from what you're sending me. Riverside Cali, there it is again. We are East Coast, West Coast. We are taking over this country. Thanks to all of you. We are covering the entire country. We've had California every week, and here we are another from California. Shout out to Ryan J from Riverside Cali. Make sure to click subscribe and spin that notification bell. I would start Gibbs, Cook, and Mike Williams this week. Thank you, Ryan for the question. Next one up here, we have Chicago at Kansas City. Let me jump right into Chicago at Kansas City here. Uh, Chicago uh, is just one of my one of my good buddies is a Bears fan. I feel bad. Actually, two of my good buddies are Bears fans. Uh, so they're playing Kansas City. Khalil Herbert, I got him as a running back two. Yeah, running back two in most cases. I got him a running back three this week. DJ Moore, well, Darnell Mooney, he's hurt. God willing, he'll be okay. Knee injury, covered him at Tulane. Uh, DJ Moore, Cole Komet. You know, in this game against Kansas City, I got Komet as a tight end two. I got Khalil Herbert as a low end two, high end running back three. They're playing a, a better defense. I like Kansas City's defense and special teams in this game. And... I would also say for Kansas City, obviously play Pat Mahomes, uh, Isaiah Pacheco. I think he could get, you know, he's he's a potential home run talent here. Sky Moore is a flex, and Travis Kelsey. I would say that that's a pretty easy one for me. And uh, Ryan said, "Hell yeah, appreciate it, absolutely, man. Happy to help." So make sure you go ahead and subscribe and hang out with us. Love that you're coming in from the West Coast, from Riverside, Cali, and I love the fact that Wake Up Call is getting out to Cali. And uh, thanks to you and so many awesome people 
that have been watching and listening to Wake Up Call and our fantasy football and focus. So many thanks, Ryan, and much appreciation. And shout out Riverside. Uh, I hope you all are having yourselves a wonderful, wonderful day today, and I hope you continue to. Dallas at Arizona. Wow. The Dallas Cowboys look good, and they are playing a team that does not. The Dallas Cowboys, this would be the game I would say 40 to nothing. Wouldn't have been the Giants game. I would have predicted that. So in this game, I like Dak. I like Tony Pollard. I like C.D. Lamb. You know, I, I like I, <laughs> I like Jake Ferguson as a low-end tight end one, high-end tight end two because of this game. Uh, Michael Gallup, I like him as a, as a flex as well. Uh, Brandon Cooks has an MCL injury to his knee. God willing, he'll be okay. Hope to see him back soon. God bless. Uh, Michael Gallup uh, was quiet, but he might have some more action now, especially against Arizona. But I like C.D. Lamb, Tony Pollard, Dak Prescott, and uh, maybe a look at uh, Jake Ferguson. I like the defense. Micah Parsons is a freaking beast. You know that. If you have individual defensive players, IDPs, then play Micah Parsons. He's my early vote for defensive player of the year in the NFL. And uh, I think the Dallas Cowboys defense and special teams, if you have it as an entire unit, is worth the play this week. On Arizona's side, I got James Conner as a flex out running back three uh, because of the, who they're playing. And uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown hasn't sold me on a lot. Uh, looking at, I just want to look at their numbers really quick here for Arizona with Josh Dobbs as the quarterback. Uh, Marquise has 82 yards, a touchdown through two weeks, 15 catches on nine targets, or pardon me, nine catches on 15 targets. Ertz has 12 catches on 18 targets, 77 yards. So look at what does a backup quarterback typically do? Run the ball, go to the tight end. How many yards does James Conner have in two weeks? 168 on the ground. How many touchdowns? He's got one. 4.5 yards of carry, 37 carries. Who's the guy that's leading the way for the receivers? It's tight end Zach Ertz as far as targets and catches. So uh, he's beaten out by just five yards by Hollywood Brown in this game. I would say Ertz because Ertz, I mean, he likes playing those Cowboys used to be in the same division when he was an Eagle. So I would say Ertz is still worth the play and James Conner as well for that matchup. We're going to take a step aside for a fast break. We'll come back with Sunday and Monday night football, wrap things up here in fantasy football and focus every single week, starting at 10 a.m. on Wednesdays, proudly presented by the Wildcat Sports Pub. Wake up call is five days a week. Monday through Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time. Fantasy football and focus every Wednesday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. This is week three of the 2023-24 season. We'll be back right after this fast break. Send in your questions, your thoughts, your comments. We'll be happy to help. In these unique times, there are those in our community that give us a sense of normalcy and positivity. Pizza Man on 50 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville has been here for you for over 35 years and is here now. Call 315-638-1234 or order online at pizzamanbville.com to bring those familiar tastes into your home. And remember to come see our monthly on-site broadcasts centered around the community and our Baldwinsville bees. Pizza Man in Baldwinsville. Any way you slice it, they are always here for you.
I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. We also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or HondaCity-CNY.com. Our corporate purpose at Chick-fil-A is to glorify God by being faithful stewards of all that's entrusted to us and to positively influence all those who come in contact with Chick-fil-A. And what became increasingly clear from our success at Cicero is that people love Chick-fil-A. And also, I think we recognize that you know, we had a great opportunity to grow the brand and grow our platform. I felt incredibly grateful when I was you know, selected to be a Chick-fil-A operator. I think what it's meant for me, what I've come to realize on a very deep level is that this is a calling for me. It's not a career. It's not a job. The Lord called me to be a Chick-fil-A operator and to use these restaurants to glorify him and to positively influence other people. I'm blessed. I'm very blessed. Head to Chick-fil-A Clay on 3974 State Route 31 in Liverpool, New York. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or iced milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream, fresh by hand daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, Carvelanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. GG Cards and Breaks, located on 639 Delmar Place in Syracuse, New York, right off of Teal Ave, is the perfect place for you to go as we sit here and talk about fantasy football. What better place to go to get your favorite teams and your favorite players? If you're looking for somebody, let's say you become a let's say you're a Jaguars fan, but you go into your draft and you draft Joe Burrow and you become a big fan of Joe Burrow and you're looking for a rookie patch auto, head into GG Cards and Breaks to get your favorite players, your favorite teams, your singles, 
your your graded cards, your packs, your boxes. This is a great time to do it because typically those of you that like fantasy football, you like sports cards, right? Because you like watching the games, you love the teams, you want to hold something in your hand, and it means a lot to you. So GG Cards and Breaks, same hobby, new memories made every single day, and they are open seven days a week, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., on Monday through Saturday and on Sundays from 10 to 5, GG Cards and Breaks brings that fantasy football to life even more so when you have the opportunity to go out there and find the players that you love to watch and bring those players home. Here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets that thing called life. Appreciate you being here every single Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time and under promise over deliver as we're past two hours again today. And happy to do it for you. Pittsburgh at Las Vegas. The Raiders. The Steelers at the Raiders is Sunday night football. This could be really good or it could be a game where it's really defensive and it's fumble. And I feel like this is going to be a turnover game. I feel like this is going to be a game where the defense might get a touchdown on both sides. You know, I listen, there's talent on these teams. And at the same time, I think these are two defenses that uh, that that to me, I think the ball is going to bounce at some point during this game. I really do. So uh, I feel like this could be a, a game in the teens where these teams are duking it out here. These these Sunday night, Monday night games, they've been gritty in these last couple of years. So in this matchup, uh, Kenny Pickett, I have him. I want to I want to take a look at at where he's at uh, so far this season. I do like Kenny Pickett. And I have a Kenny, I have a downtown Kenny Pickett rookie card insert worth over $700 right now. And we do card breaks here on youtube.com backslash wake up call DT and on facebook.com backslash wake up call DT. I got it in a tin break from GG cards and breaks on site on location. And there's only a couple tins left. They had the tins. We did the card break. They sold out of the tins. They bought 38 new tins. There's only three of those tins left as of last night. And that's where I got the Kenny Pickett. So make sure you head out to GG Cards and Breaks today while supplies last as they're going very, very fast. My downtown Kenny Pickett is up for sale as well. So you can write into the show. And of course, you can go to our playlists on youtube.com backslash wake up call DT. Make sure you go to the playlist. Make sure you subscribe when you're here. And then after you subscribe and hit the notification bell, look at our playlist. We have a card breaks playlist. You can click on that and you can watch the Kenny Pickett video and check out how it all went down. Kenny Pickett's a 60.5% completion percentage, 454 yards through two games, uh, 46 of 76. He has two touchdowns and three interceptions. Numbers aren't great. Uh, George, they obviously didn't have a great first week against San Francisco. Uh, George Pickens, he's already scored here. And uh, I got an RPA of George Pickens from GG Cards and Breaks that I'm very happy to have brought home that says Go Dogs on it. So some good stuff there for the former Georgia Bulldog, who is now a Pittsburgh Steeler in his second season with the team. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Kenny Pickett to me, fantasy-wise, he's still a fantasy quarterback too. Uh, Najee Harris... I got him in this game. They're on the road at Vegas. I have him as a running back, too, for this game. I got Pickens here as a wide receiver, too. Opportunity this week. Uh, Friar Mooth, the Mooth is back, liking the Mooth. And uh, and so, I mean, he's he, he goes up and down, but I got him as a low-end one, high-end, tight-end, too. 
And then outside of that for Allen Robinson, the second and Kelvin Austin, the third, uh, Allen Robinson's on the team uh, for the first time with the Steelers, 76 yards, 11 targets, seven catches in two games. Uh, Kelvin Austin, 10 targets, seven catches, 47 yards. I would say Kelvin Austin's a deep flex. And I think Allen Robinson's a flex. I think George Pickens could be in your two deep or three deep at wide receiver, definitely in your three deep. And I like Najee Harris in this matchup. On the other side here, uh, side eye there. Yeah, thanks for thanks for side eyes out here flying those flags right now. And uh, we have the next one uh, coming up. The other side of the matchup for Pittsburgh in Sunday Night Football is where they're playing on the road at the Raiders. So the uh, Raiders. Josh Jacobs is worth the play in this game. Devontae Adams, so far this season for Vegas in his second season with the Raiders. And keep in mind, he's got a different quarterback now. Went from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Devontae Adams has, in uh, two weeks, he's got 17 targets, 12 catches, 150 yards, and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers got two touchdowns. Good for PPR with the uh, Patriots. And he's got... Nine catches on 10 targets so far, so good for PPR here. And uh, two touchdowns, 81 yards. Josh Jacobs behind them, nine targets out of the backfield, seven catches, 74 yards. So I like Jacobs in the game. I like Devontae Adams as a low-end one, high-end two at wide receiver. I like to – if Jacoby Myers can play, he's got a concussion, so just watch that. God willing, he'll be okay. Uh, if he can play, I would look at flexing him out. And, yeah, I mean, that's what I would look to for the for the Raiders. Uh, and then Monday Night Football, we got another Monday Night doubleheader, which is really hard to watch. you got to watch it picture in picture if you have YouTube TV and you could do it with ABC and ESPN. Disney's making all the money because they own both of the channels. But Philadelphia at Tampa, we'll go to that one first, and uh, we'll go to the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles flying high. As, as their fans continue to get excited, uh, the team is 2-0. Uh, Jalen Hurts is worth the play. DeAndre Swift has definitely impressed me. He looks like he's got, got a little chip on his shoulder and got some dog in him. I like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, DeAndre Swift, and Jalen Hurts. I like them all in this game. And, I, and I'd put them all uh, pretty high up there. Dallas Goddard, I'd put him as a tight end one uh, for this matchup. Uh, next one that we have here, probably, yeah, I put him as a tight end one. Uh, I think uh, it's easy to say that, probably a mid-range one. On Tampa's side of things, looking at their numbers so far, Sean Tucker, former Syracuse, shout out my hometown. He's got 22 yards on 13 carries, 1.7 yards a carry, but he's gotten involved as an undrafted rookie. Good stuff. Rashad White, 112 yards, 34 carries, 3.3 yards a carry in Two weeks, one rushing touchdown, the only rushing touchdown of Tampa this season. Uh, Mike Evans is leading the way. Chris Godwin behind him. Mike Evans has 237 yards in two weeks. He's averaging over 100 yards a game. He's got two touchdowns, 12 catches on 18 targets. Godwin's got 10 catches on 14 targets, 109 yards through two weeks, has yet to get to the end zone for a touchdown. The other touchdown came from Trey Palmer, wide receiver there for the Tampa Bay Bucks. So in this matchup for Tampa against Philadelphia and Philly's defense, I would also still look at playing Philly's defense in this matchup because I think they might have a takeaway or two. I do like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in the game without question. Sean Tucker's a deep flex. Rashad White's a running back three, in my opinion, this week, a low end two, high end three for this. And then we got Monday night football coming up. So my Monday night football 
that I have for you. The final game we have this week, the Rams at the Bengals. Two teams that, I mean, the Rams are looking maybe better than people thought they would look, and the Bengals are looking worse. So interesting here. Kyron Williams, I'm happy I kept all his rookie cards out of Notre Dame. He's the leading running back, 20, 29 carries, 104 yards, 3.6 yards a carry, and three rushing touchdowns in two weeks of the NFL. He also has a receiving touchdown. Kyron Williams is the guy to pick up if for some odd reason he's out there. And I don't think he'll be for long. Now that we said that here on the show, I can't imagine that he would be. Kyron Williams in this matchup is worth the play. I got him as a running back too for how he's doing. And Puka Nakua, how about these guys that they didn't have to spend a ton of money on that have shown up? Williams and Nakua are the guys that have been making it happen for this team. Cooper Cup is injured again. God willing, he'll be okay. Expected return in week five from a hamstring injury. So God bless to him, and hopefully he'll be all right and be able to come back into this thing. I got Tutu Atwell as a wide receiver four. I got Puka Nakua as a great flex guy for you. Low end two, high end three. Kyron Williams as a running back two. Start them both. Get Nakua and Williams out there. Uh, Higby. I have Higby. eh, Not so much in this one. I'd probably keep him off of this matchup. And the uh, last one that we have here, Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bungles, uh, not starting out that great. LA is one and one. The Bengals are zero and two. Granted, they lost a game. I think they should have won. And then, but Joe Burrow came into the season not a hundred percent. And then they lost against Baltimore, who I thought was a buzzsaw. So Joe Burrow still on the injury report with the calf injury. God willing, he'll be okay. I think in this matchup, uh, Joe Joe Mixon, yes. Jamar Chase, yes. T. Higgins, yes, as a lower end wide receiver too. And shout out to Kyron Williams, man. He's just out here killing it. So I definitely like what he's doing out there. This has been your fantasy football advice for fantasy football in focus. We're here every Wednesday on Wake Up Call exclusively at 10 a.m. every single week. So make sure you click subscribe, hit that notification bell, and outside of fantasy football every Wednesday at 10 a.m., make sure you're watching and listening to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora every single week, Monday through Friday, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, with interviews with people from all over the country, over 4,000 interviews, I think at this point probably 4,500, safe to say, of guests we've had on the broadcast of Wake Up Call, over 4,000 guests here for you, and coming to you from the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, NCAA football, NCAA basketball from Division One, Two, II, and Three, JUCO, USCAA from soccer to volleyball to tennis, basketball, football, baseball, softball, lacrosse, volleyball, and so on and so forth. We are proud to cover the country and even outside of this country on Wake Up Call by the many blessings and grace of God. I owe it all to God that I'm even sitting in this chair right now and that I'm here to do this with you. I can't even begin to describe how we've gotten to do everything we've done. And that doesn't come from doing it alone. So thank you to God for that. Be with us Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time on youtube.com and facebook.com, both backslash wakeupcalldt and wakeupcalldt.podbean.com worldwide. You can go to wakeupcalldt.com's homepage, click on any one of these links that's right at the top of our homepage. And we look forward to seeing you every Monday through Friday from 9 to 11. Of course, on Wednesday, starting at 10 a.m. for Fantasy Football and Focus, probably presented 
by the Wildcat Sports Pub and whenever we do our special engagements. Once the shows go live, you can hang out in the archive. So go to Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Podbean, Podchaser, Podvine, Spotify, TuneIn, YouTube, and search Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora or one word, Wake Up Call DT. Bookmark us, save us, follow us, download us so that you don't miss anything in an archive that has over 1,600 episodes. A big thanks to all of our incredible partners, Carvel DeWitt, the Wildcat Sports Pub, GG Cards and Breaks, Chick-fil-A Cicero, and Chick-fil-A Clay with our Light Between Us segment featuring the fantastic team members of Chick-fil-A Cicero and Chick-fil-A Clay sharing their stories on faith, adversity, being a good person in today's society. You never want to miss those because they just help you move forward. And it's just great to see positivity, especially in today's world. 317 at Montgomery Street. That's where I do my Downtown with Dan exclusive series every month. And I get to try their food, taste test the menu, and tell you all about it. That Taste of Mexico burger, people have told me it looks good. Well, let me tell you, it tastes even better. And you need to get there before the end of the month because it's the burger of the month, which means it won't be there in October. The Taste of Mexico burger with homemade queso, pico, and all the good stuff on top of their original smash burger. Do not miss the 317 at Montgomery Street Taste of Mexico burger only here in September and only on 317 Montgomery Street in downtown Syracuse. Avacoli's, Great Lakes Honda City, PB&J's Lunchbox, Canine Camp Dog Daycare, Pizza Man, Canine Camp Ground Dog Boarding, and Mother's Cupboard. Of course, we are the exclusive multimedia marketing partner of your. Lemoyne College Dolphins, it's fins up every single month on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. The Dolphins coming to you Wednesdays during Dolphin Time at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. First and third Wednesday of each month, we bring you AD and DT, or pardon me, first and third Wednesday of each month, we bring you AD and DT at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, like today with Athletics Director Bob Beretta and myself, Dan Tortora. Second and fourth Wednesday, bringing you the Dolphin Dive, diving into stories of student athletes, coaches, administration, future Dolphins, and alumni. You can catch all that content by subscribing to youtube.com backslash wake up call DT and checking out our Dolphins playlist, which is now available to you there to make it easy to find all of our Dolphins content on youtube.com backslash wake up call DT. For more information, go to lemoinedolphins.com. As always, fins up. Love that music. I dance to it in the studio every time I play it. The Bobcat Buzz connected to the Brian and Stratton College Bobcats of Syracuse exclusive multimedia marketing partners with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, bringing you the Bobcats, student athletes, coaches, and administration throughout the year in a spotlight you've never seen before and you won't find anywhere else. The Bobcat Buzz coming to you every single month with the Brian and Stratton College Bobcats of Syracuse, the men's soccer team with multiple specials that were just aired, the women's soccer team coming up, Men's and women's basketball 2023-24 schedules were exclusively released through Wake Up Call's social media channels this week, as well as what's coming up for baseball and esports. Find it all in the Bobcat Buzz by subscribing to youtube.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. You can find the Bobcats playlist on our YouTube channel. And as always, for more information, go to syracuse.bscbobcats.com. Go Bobcat Nation.
The Alfred University Saxons are exclusive multimedia marketing partners with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. The Saxons come to you every single week on Mondays at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time during Saxon Time. And that Saxon Time first and third Monday brings you the presidential perspective with president of Alfred University, Mark Zupan, giving us special topics every single time he joins the show, speaking on the College of Business, speaking on their College of Engineering, and all and everything that they have to offer there, as well as when the students were coming back, their incredible alumni. Alfred University never ceases to impress and the president, Mark Zupan, has such a great knowledge of his student body and the history of Alfred University that makes it so fun and exciting. It makes you want to be a Saxon. And that's what it's all about. So make sure you tune into those specials first and third Monday, second and fourth Monday at 1030 a.m. Eastern Time each week or pardon me each month. The Saxon Spotlight with student athletes, coaches, administration and alumni. The Saxon Spotlight under promise and over deliver. I think at this point we were supposed to do 10 Saxon Spotlights and we have done three times that at this moment. And you can find all the Saxon content by subscribing to youtube.com backslash wake up call DT. There is an Alfred university playlist. So you can click on that to find all of our Saxons content easy on YouTube. And of course, for more information, go to gosaxons.com. And as the website tells you, go Saxons. With that being said here on wake up call, I want to thank Bob Beretta, the athletics director of Lemoyne college for the great opportunity to have him with us every single month for the opportunity he gave me over two years ago to become the exclusive multimedia marketing partner of Lemoyne and for the great honor and privilege I have to be the master of ceremony at this weekend's gold wave hall of fame induction ceremony at Lemoyne for the 2023 inductee class. And I can't wait to be there in the James commons 10 AM to noon this Saturday, September 23rd. Big time shout out to all my Jaguars who joined me this week for On the Prowl and awesome to finally get to unveil an On the Prowl video, audio created content that was created right here on Wake Up Call through Dan Tortora Broadcast Media. I am so excited that we have this new On the Prowl intro and I'm very grateful as always to speak with the Jaguars now in my 13th year of coverage of the team on site on location throughout the majority of that time, and today being able to share with you, and I'll be airing these as separate individual uh, opportunities for you to listen to on all of our uh, podcasting platforms and channels that I mentioned earlier. My, my conversation, many thanks to each of these gentlemen, and you'll be able to get to each of their interviews that I got to have with them this week and uh, be able to click on them on our social media. Big time shout out to quarterback Trevor Lawrence, cornerback Trey Herndon, Linebacker Chad Muma, linebacker Devin Lloyd, running back Tank Bigsby for all joining the broadcast here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora and wide receiver Jamal Agnew as well. So thank you to the Jaguars and of course, thank you to the Wildcat Sports Pub for bringing us fantasy football in focus. Thank you to all of you that have watched and listened from around the country and the world today. Big time shout outs to all of you. God bless to you as well. Side eye. And I look forward to speaking with you all soon. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for watching. Thank you for supporting a big kid living his dreams that I've had since I was a little kid. Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT. And as always, God bless, no stress, do your best. I'll talk to you soon. Be well.